how do you work up the nerve to meet someone new? For millions of people out there, that can be very stressful. You see someone you're interested in, but you don't know how to work up the nerve to go and approach them. Now, being a gentleman doesn't mean you have to be one of those last place finishing nice guys. You can be bold. You can be cocky. You can be audacious even. In this week's episode, we look into finding the right balance between being bold, yet being respectful and honest and meeting new and interesting women. We'll get into all of that right after this quick word from our sponsor, me. Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. That's gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. You can go to gentlemansguidetoflirting.com and click the Buy Now button, or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on Amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or eBooks, and start changing your life now. Hello there. Welcome to episode 46 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. Now, I've come to realize that I need to provide some clarity about the title of my book and the title of this podcast. When some guys see Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, they might think that means you have to be quiet and reserved. Or maybe some stuffed shirt who might be ineffective with the ladies, you know, holding back. Maybe they picture someone who is socially awkward, sitting in the corner at the party or in life, just letting life pass them by. In other words, a nice guy in the process of finishing last. When I chose the word gentleman for the title, I meant a man who is bold yet respectful. I meant a man who was full of fun and playful energy, yet restrained. I meant a man who was assertive and naturally confident, yet impeccably well-mannered and polite to all people. And I meant a man who does what it takes to succeed in life in all ways, who works hard to support and protect the people he cares about most in this world. Now back to the subject of meeting women. Let me ask you this. Has this ever happened to you guys? You see a woman, it could be anywhere out there, and she looks heavenly. You'd love to meet her, but one or more things are holding you back. Maybe you don't know how to break the ice. Maybe you don't know how she'd react to you. 
Are you worried you aren't good enough or she might scoff at your approach or reject you? Maybe you can get as far as saying hi, but you don't know how to follow that up in a natural, flowing conversation. You are a good person and you don't want to alarm her or scare her or come off as creepy or strange. So where is that balance? I say with the right mindset and preparation on your part, it is doable and doable in a way she will appreciate, she'll like and think is fun. Being a gentleman doesn't mean you have to hold back and be somehow stoically reserved. You can be bold. You can be cocky. You can be audacious even, but within certain bounds and it needs to be done in an honest, natural, and organic way. So in other words, with respect to the title of this episode, by audacity, I mean respectful boldness, not rude boldness. You should be and act restrained by your principles and standards. When it comes to how you approach women, stay within the box of acceptable behavior as defined by the 10 rules in the book. Bold yet respectful. Bold yet respectful. How do you work up the nerve to meet someone, especially if you are shy or an introvert, or you feel she is out of your league somehow, or you are worried about if you're being rude or inappropriate? Well, meeting online is by far easier. Meeting her in person later, after connecting online, may not be so easy for you depending on your personality. Either way, how do you work up the nerve to meet in person, cold as complete strangers? Let's go back to the basics in the book for that one. What are your sources of confidence, the sources of your natural confidence? First, remember, you are a good person at your core. You know you have good things to offer. You have a plan. You are serious. You aren't wasting your time. You know that if things work out between you, it will make her life better. Second, you know that even her most protective family and friends will like you. Her parents will welcome you. She and they can trust you. You would be an asset to all of them. Third, you are the type of person she can build a life with and raise a family with, if that is what you both want. You are the type of man your children will be proud of. Fourth, one of your superpowers is that you approach women with the mindset that you already know them like she has been a close friend for years. Close your eyes and envision that. What tone would you use with such a person? Would you genuinely smile at the sight of her? Would you be totally comfortable with her? You would be perfectly at ease, confident, and respectful. You want her to laugh and be happy. This mind trick is one of my greatest secrets to confidence. Also, you know you look good, or even if you are that day sweaty, dirty, greasy, or covered in grass clippings, act like you look good, even if you technically, by the normal standards of society anyways, don't today. Let's go through a couple illustrative points for working up the nerve to approach someone in person. Consider conversation 36 from part 2 in the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book. Part 2 in the book has 50 of these real-world, very practical examples for meeting in person. Part 3 has 40 examples for you for meeting online. I wrote all of those examples to be relatable and reusable for you, regardless of their origin story. Well, for Conversation 36 specifically in Part 2, the inspiration for that story, well, that was a naked lady at a nude beach. Now, I didn't think that was very relatable for a lot of people, so I toned it down pretty far. 
Conversation 36 on the book shows you a way to make an excuse to make an approach in a fun way. Basically, it's a day at the beach, you walk over, tell her to watch her stuff, and offer to buy her a sweet treat from a nearby vendor for her trouble. Pretty easy, right? In this case, she declines, but because of your bold premise, that still gives you another reason to continue the conversation with her when you return. So check out the twists and turns of that one in the book, I think you'll like it. Anyway, back to the point here about audacity and cockiness. I'll give you a little behind-the-scenes look for that one conversation. Now, there was a flavored ice truck in that story. I didn't mislead you there. And there was a beach, and there was an ocean, and there was a stunningly beautiful woman there who was sunning herself completely naked at the beach, but which, by the way, was totally legal there. Well, you're not wearing a stitch of clothing either. So there's no fancy clothes to back any of your swagger. There's no accessories or props or jewelry to flash. There's nothing but you and her and the beach and the ocean and the clear blue sky and your swinging baloney out there in the ocean breeze. Well, she's gorgeous and she looks friendly and kind from afar from where you're sitting from your vantage point. So what are you going to do? Are you going to do nothing and regret it for potentially the rest of your life? Or are you going to take a chance? Now, there were no 10 rules violations apparent from your vantage point, so it's just you and your confidence and your good intentions and your preparations. I say go for it. Go for it, I say. Be bold. Now, there's a couple more general purpose thoughts I want to share around being respectfully audacious before I close. The first is, come here. Come here. When the conversation has progressed to a point where you are considering breaking the so-called touch barrier, respectfully and with her permission, of course, right? Now, there is nothing at all wrong with asking for whatever you have in mind, asking for a hug or whatever politely, but consider if you want a hug saying, come here, very nicely and smiling and in a non-creepy and non-threatening way, come here. I open my arms a little, hands out, smile with my whole face and just say, come here. Sometimes, if the reason why I want to do that is I think she might benefit from a hug from the way the conversation's been going, meaning she's been having a hard time recently and is telling you about that, I'll say something like, hey, you know what, you're supposed to get seven hugs per day, and I'm getting a sense that you might be a little short today. I'm the perfect choice to get you all caught up if you want, or something like that. Then you just watch her body language and check out her reaction, right? quickly to see how she reacts to that and then go with the smiling friendly come here do not grope her do not force a kiss on her mouth or cheek or anywhere as part of that either you need permission for that kiss and she might quickly grant that first kiss mid hug if you do ask in some nice way all right second consider saying give me your number instead of asking for her number or contact information for example, say, give me your number so we can get in touch later or make plans or whatever makes sense in the context of your conversation is good. Here again, there is absolutely nothing wrong with asking her if you can have her number. And if you go with asking 100% of the time, you aren't at any disadvantage. But if you want to dip your toe in the audacity pool, consider very nicely saying, give me your number. The reason why I suggest that, it's a personality thing for me. I don't like the one-way option of you giving her your number and hoping she will call. I believe strongly that you should take the lead 
That's just my opinion. Anyway, all right. I hope that all helped. That's all I have for you this week. Let's get after it out there. Let's go.